0: In just a minute, I'll be talking to Elinor McAvoy and Wallace Bird about the iconic 1992 album A Woman's Heart. A Woman's Heart, would you believe, has sold more than any other Irish album in Irish chart history. And it's going to be reimagined with the RT concert orchestra in February. Elinor, of course, wrote the song A Woman's Heart. And Wallace Bird, although she wasn't on the original album, will be singing the songs at at the upcoming concerts. But we have a treat for you today, as well as our normal lyrics competition after 12. We have a pair of tickets to give away before midday to the Woman's Heart orchestrated concert on February 19th. So that would be a good... Christmas present I would suggest for the, for uh, somebody in your life. All you have to do is answer the following question and text your answer in details to five one five five one, and we'll pick a winner before twelve o'clock. So the question is: Francis Black was one of the singers on a woman's heart. So we're looking for you to complete the name of Francis's song, "Wall of What." So get texting your answer and name now to five one five five one. Eleanor and Wallace, you're both very welcome. Um, right. Eleanor, I'll start with you. Um, and again, it's not me saying this. This is just the fact. It will surprise a lot of people to learn that a woman's heart is this iconic kind of the beginning of of uh, the beginning of a certain phase of woke women in Ireland was actually imagined by two men. Originally, came up with the plan.
1: Uh, well, for the album, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, from and of course everybody has their own recollection. But f- as far as I remember at the time, Joe O'Reilly, Mary Black's husband, had this idea for an album of Irish women uh, to kind of do this album. And it, I think it was something he'd had on the back burner for a while. And then um, uh, Mary was at one of my concerts one night in uh, a place called Mother Red cups Mary and Joe were just socially. I was playing in her band. I was a session musician at the time. And. Um, and uh, the following day, Joe rang me and said, look, that song, You Have A Woman's Heart, I really think it'd be a great idea to have it as a title track for this album. But he said, you know, outside of Dublin, really, you know, nobody knows. I was gigging around a bit in Dublin, Royce, but outside mm-hmm. of that, not really. And he said, how would you feel about duetting with Mary for the album, uh, for that song? And I thought, yeah, it'd be great, fantastic. So we did and... Here and, we are, yeah. all these I, years later. And I gather you
0: kind of thought this might be a nice little niche kind of a, a project. project yeah. yeah,
1: I mean, it was you know it was coming I mean, back then, like, you know, six women and an album. It was a, you know it was a kind of quirky thing to do. So it was like, ah, oh, yeah, it'd be great, bit of crack, um, uh, you know, do it and then move on to the next thing. I mean, that's kind of well, that's still the way I work, actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, um, I thought it'd be interesting to do. Uh, we did it so nobody knew. Nobody knew. Um, Not Joe Not me Not Mary Nobody And then
0: you were away And you came home And you kind of realised There was something going on Around this Yeah well
1: in the meantime I got signed I was signed to uh, Got a recording deal With Geffen Records In Los Angeles Um, And uh, so I was away And I was recording uh, My own album And all of that Uh, And my mother did call me when I was in L.A. and she said, that song of yours is getting a lot of play. And yeah. I thought it was my mother, you know, of course mm-hmm. she was saying that. Uh, but when I got back in, I remember I came, landed in the airport and it was playing and I thought, oh, wow, it's kind of cool. And then I got into the taxi and it was playing in the taxi and I thought, oh, my God, what's a coincidence? <laughs> and then I got into my bedsit uh, in Lower Mines Road and I switched on the radio and it was on again. And I thought, OK, that's a bit weird. Um, because, you know, as a session musician, I had played on a lot of songs and some of them had been hits and stuff. So I knew um, the way it was sometimes that you'd hear stuff on the radio. But I thought, OK,
0: that, that seems like a lot of airplay. Um, yeah, because Wallace, you were only a kid when mm-hmm. the album came out. But I guess it did, that a song <laughs> and the album did become part of the... It was part of the texture of life back then for all of us, wasn't it? Yeah,
2: very much so. I remember... Um, all everybody around me was singing that song, and I was saying to Eleanor earlier, I just remember the look on my on my mother's face when she heard that song, and my I'd hear my father, walking around the house in the garden singing it. You know, it kind of captivated. It I that's what I I was ten when it came out, and it kind of captivated something new, and I just remember a change in the air when that. There was so much of that album being played at the time, and there was a real real change in the air when that came out. It was yeah. quite quite uh, monumental.
0: Yeah. Now, Wallace, you're in Berlin. Will you be, are you home for Christmas now? Will you be spending Christmas here?
2: Yes, yeah, I'm home for Christmas down to oh. see the family and that, yeah. I have a couple of concerts and yeah, yeah.
0: And and Eleanor, I know you say that the words of a woman's heart kind of this Christmas and when you when you sing it in February, it will have an extra kind of resonance for you this year.
3: Why? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Do you want to tell me
2: or... It's because it's two thousand and twenty or something.
1: Well, I've yeah. been lucky in many areas of my life. Uh, I've never been so lucky in love. It has to be said. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I mean, well, it's always been pertinent to my life, really. The the words of the song. Uh, so yes, it'll be. Uh, I've just come out of a twenty three year relationship. Twenty three year relationship. So.
0: Uh, uh, okay. Last year, Before so. I blunder into anything else, I'd say people are saying, well, why don't they just play the song? So you're going to be a treat now. You're going to play the song in the studio for you, us. So you certainly are. Give me a sec get to get over to my set guitar. Up there? Okay. Okay. And I will tell you while they're getting set up that A Woman's Heart orchestrated will take place in the National Concert Hall on February 12th, 13th and 19th. It features Eleanor McAvoy, Wallace Bird, and Maura O'Connell with the RT Concert Orchestra. And the 12th and the 13th are sold out but there's still tickets available for Wednesday the 19th. And just added this week, there is a Sunday the 7th of June gig in the Marquee in Cork and tickets for that went on sale yesterday. And let's hear the song, A Woman's Heart.
1: You were waiting for me and I was
3: waiting for you. (laughs) My heart is low, my heart is so low, it's only a woman's heart can. Only you womans as only you womans as only a woman's heart
2: can know the tears that drip from my bewildered eyes taste the bitter sweet romance. You're still in my hopes, you're still on my mind Even though I'll manage on my own
3: My heart is low, my heart is so low As only a woman's heart can be It's only a woman's It's only a woman's It's only a woman's heart can know When restless eyes reveal my troubled soul when memories flood my weary heart
2: my wasted love
3: and while I know
2: that I'll survive
3: alone my heart is low my heart is so low as only a woman's heart can be as only a woman only you woman, it's only a woman's heart can know my heart is low it's yes, my, my heart is, is so low it's all Only woman's only a woman's heart can
0: know. <clears throat> that was absolutely beautiful. I have to say there are kind of moments now and again where you go, God, it's it's great to be in here doing this and to have sat here in the, the tui to do that that was absolutely magical I, I i presume it came across on the radio and they i love that kind of treatment you gave it there it was there was something kind of extra Thanks. haunting or something about it it was that was extraordinary so beautiful
1: i have to say just you know um the some artists you work with and you know, you need to rehearse stuff and you need to kind of get, you know, I knew this morning as I came in that I wouldn't have to rehearse with Wallace. Yeah. We didn't arrange a rehearsal. I knew when we came in today and I knew, like we ran through it for the sound check for Pather inside just to make sure the sound was okay. But... The way she matched the phrasing exactly and breathed at exactly the right time, and then yeah. we just could just look at each other and know when we were gonna. I, I could yeah. see the, there the was the telepathic a telepathic thing, a, and you, a, a you know, and a, she's yeah. such well, an amazing artist. She's, she's an extraordinary artist. She's one of the most extraordinary artists I've ever seen live. I don't know if you've ever seen her perform live, no. but you, you really, really have to see her. She's extraordinary. She, her energy, her musicality—it's extraordinary. And it's instinctive, you know. So
0: yeah, and that well, that was certainly very, very special on a very, on a deep kind of level. And it did kind of resonate that at the time, the song and the album did resonate with people on a very deep level, didn't it? Why? Why do you think that was?
1: Well, I think Ireland back then was a very different country to the Ireland it is now. You know, Um you have to remember, like, if you, you know, when I was in college. Uh, and don't get me wrong, I had a great time in college, but contraception was illegal. It mm. wasn't just hard to get. It was illegal. It was mm-hmm. against the law. Um, and that had very big implications for women, particularly, you know, um, you know, you couldn't be gay in Ireland back then. There was no such thing as anybody gay. Uh, you know, that was illegal as well. Actually, that <laughs> wasn't no illegal, but it was, you know, um, it, there was a. It, it was a very bleak place, I think, for Ireland, uh, for women back then in mm. Ireland. And uh, I think a lot of that has changed for the better, which is great. Um, Mm -hmm. And I also, like without wanting to be too um, new age about it, I'm a great believer in the healing power of music. I think music Mm -hmm. has Mm -hmm. uh, a great uh, potential to heal people. Um, You know, my dad passed away last year and we used to go into the hospital and play for him. And uh, for, you know, a lot of people with Alzheimer's and dementia, etc. And they couldn't recognize their own kids but you'd start singing a song that they knew and they'd immediately yeah. come in with all the lyrics mm-hmm. so yeah. it's as if music bypasses bypass certain the subconscious certain, yeah. and,
0: and in, mm-hmm. into the heart and soul or and something like everybody yeah. really talks
1: about mindfulness nowadays but yeah. my god isn't that what music does yeah. it stops you in your tracks it makes you yeah. feel an emotion and allowing you to feel that emotion then releases it so it's mm-hmm. cathartic it's uplifting so mm-hmm. even sad songs are actually uplifting you know yeah
0: yeah, yeah you're right actually they, they, yeah they are um both of you, as as well as being kind of soulful musicians, you're both very technically accomplished musicians as well. Wallace, you you play how many instruments?
2: Quite a few. Yeah. I, I play anything that makes a noise. Really, give me ten minutes and I'll have a go.
0: And did that start at home when you were a kid?
2: Yeah, um, we were, we were. I was one of seven kids, so I suppose noise was the 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 thing to do. Um, my parents love music, great music collectors singing all the time, listening to music. Um, my father was a DJ. My grandfather used to write uh, politically sa- uh, satirical songs and my grandfather, Thompson. Right. And um, yeah, it, it was just always on. There is just always something on on the radio. And that's like coming back to a woman's heart. I remember it It got so much airplay. It was always on the radio. And as long as I'm living, I I know this record, you know. And so you say about our voices blending. I mean, there is so much to learn from at the time I was just developing my voice as well and so uh, there's inflections that I recognise that even just subconsciously I'm singing because I've sang with you for years (laughs) before we ever met and sang with you with with the Woman's Heart record before we ever met so it's greatly influenced who I am yeah
1: that's great Mm. you know you bring an orchestra into it um, and you have another dimension you have another texture and you have another uh, it brings it alive in a different way I think mm-hmm. as well and I think you'll look at the songs maybe in a slightly different way when there's an orchestra behind mm-hmm.
0: you and mm-hmm. you did the orchestration yourself Alan, there, yeah
1: well, uh, well, well, no, there's, well, there's 20, going to be 22 songs on the gig. So, so no, I'm going to do a couple of the orchestration as myself. Uh, I spent 41 quid yesterday. 41 euro on manuscript paper. 41. <laughs> can you believe it's 41 you, euro just for the manuscript paper? And anyway, you could
0: literally write out the only the, Only for one or two. I'm going to do one yeah. or two of
1: the arrangements myself. But the rest we'll be giving out. I know Gavin Murphy's going to, conducting, uh, is going to do some of himself. And we're going to kind of send them out to different arrangers uh, because I don't have time. I'd love to do all the arrangements if I mm. had the time. One of the time.
0: Uh, and and of course, people might stuff. remember that you were originally uh, part of the RT Concert Orchestra. You were a very accomplished musician yourself. You were a violinist. I was a, a violinist. Right?
1: Well, in, in terms of the orchestra, don't they think I was a very accomplished musician. <laughs> <laughs> I was
0: kind of down the back
1: making trouble. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I was mostly the symphony orchestra. Uh, yeah, for five years in the symphony orchestra. Uh, and then I used to do a bit of work at the concert orchestra as well. And uh, tell me about you. There's more you, crack in the concert You had orchestra. a moment, wasn't there, yeah?
0: <laughs> <laughs> were they the party orchestra?
1: <laughs> yeah, a little bit, yeah.
0: <laughs> Tell me about the moment. You kind of had an epiphany then and realised, OK, it's actually time for me to get out of the orchestra.
1: Well, to be honest, I never really wanted to leave the orchestra, but I knew if I wanted to do what I wanted to do, like my, my songs were, writing songs was in my, you know, my my, my blood that I'd have to kind of, um, that I either wanted, if I was going to do that, I had to do it. Uh, so I, I gave up the the orchestra and I put every bit of my savings into uh, believe it or not, I'd saved the money up for a deposit for a house, uh, and I thought I'd, I'd blow it now and i just spend it on recording and doing demos and buying a proper guitar. I didn't have a proper guitar, uh, so I brought a few good instruments and uh, yeah, just went down a whole different path. Mm.
0: Yeah, um, so you didn't do the sensible thing. It was another kind of like, like, uh, it was a one of those left turns that turned out to be, uh, a great thing, really, Thankfully, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a sliding yeah, yeah. doors moment,
1: if you like,
2: yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, tell me, Wallace, uh, the story about your fingers. Yes, You yeah. have to tell I I yeah. didn't know this. Come on.
2: Um, when I was a baby, I was about 18 months old and I had an accident where I, I fell underneath the lawnmower and uh, chopped my five fingers off. And um they managed to attach six back on, so there's great like um oh, what you not know, <laughs> <laughs> um I have an extra one for six strings. No, um I'm missing my baby finger. I have a little uh, piece of my baby finger. But um Yeah your dad had to Hick well up your little fingers from the grass. I somebody had to. Um, oh my God! Yeah. So I mean, whenever there's a kind of an inkling of a bad feeling, I'm always like, "Don't be worrying." Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. uh it's one of the greatest things that ever happened to me. I get great joy out of it, and uh, I always think like, there's something in me that loves uh, a certain amount of a challenge and loves a cer- can really uh, understand a certain amount of pain. I get a lot of understanding from uh, challenge and, and pain because it's uh, something that adversity makes it, you know, you move in a different direction. And then, um, so I'm a quite stubborn person in, in terms of like, I always want to do better than people think I'm able. And people would say, oh, you'll never be able to play the piano now. And i like, well, I'll try my best. Yeah, um, and
0: I do 12-hour gigs as well.
2: Yes, yeah. Um, I do love a challenge. Like, I don't like complacency and I... I believe that life is long and I I have so many songs to write and so much to experience in life. So um, I decided to do a couple of 12-hour gigs for free um, whereby anybody can walk in, anybody can have a judgment, leave, stay as long as they want. You don't have to pay for anything, don't have to buy a ticket. So, and... uh, over the course of 12 hours, you go into a kind of a hypnotic state and then the, the trick was, yeah. yeah, the trick was not to do the same, not to do the same song twice and not to do the same idea twice. And um,
0: Hang on, did you not do the same song
2: twice in the whole 12 hours? You
0: didn't even no. come back like six hours later and yeah. go again? Um, no. I
2: did have a bit of a blip in at, at the eight hour mark where I thought, oh, my God, what have I decided to do? But, um, yeah, no, it was, a, you're, it's, th- this is it. If you put your, if you If you try it, then you'll surprise yourself oftentimes. And um, the brain is a magnificent thing, what it does in a... <laughs> Can I just say that when you're talking about the accident,
1: you know, the first thing that I noticed when I first came across Wallace's music was the guitar parts and the rhythm. I was like, How come the rhythm sounds like that? How come the rhythm guitar part sounds like that? And I realized she was hitting the treble song, the treble strings first. So you hear treble mm. strings first and then down to the bass string, which is very unusual. Every other guitar player is hitting the bass strings first. And, and mm. of course, it's because she does it the other way around. Mm. Um uh so y- you look at something that might have happened that might have b- been an adversity to some people, but actually it's made an intrinsic yeah. sound mm-hmm. that yeah. is very much you. Yeah. Um, yeah, but sure,
0: it's in all the little flaws and yeah. the scars mm-hmm. and everything yeah. else where yeah. originality and Good. beauty and the mm-hmm. unexpected kind of lies often, isn't it? Yeah. What, uh, tell me, Eleanor, what can people expect from the concerts? It's going to be
1: great. <laughs> <laughs> it
0: surely is. Well, we got,
1: well um, we've got uh, Maura O'Connell out of retirement. Kicking and screaming out of retirement, but <laughs> she's kind of looking forward to it now. Uh, so it's going to be uh, this basically this, the original uh, Woman's Heart album, the very, very first one, the, the one that was we, we really big. We, um, we're going to do most of the songs off that. Uh, sung by various different people on the night and then with the orchestra in there in the background and also just you should say that there's an album out as well uh, the Woman's Heart album is coming out again um, they're doing a kind of a platinum special release okay. and Fantastic. Uh, there's a documentary going into production with Mind the Gap Films as well on and there Heart. and there is yeah,
0: also yeah. another gig that I didn't mention in uh, the Wexford National Opera House on the 18th of February all the dates are on our website rte.ie forward slash Marion and the winner the the winner of the tickets is Alice Griffin from Tipperary. Well done, Alice. And the answer to that was, of course, Wall of Tears. And we will take a break.
3: Podcast: The Marion Fanukin Show at rte.ie/radio.